Welcome once again to Nook's Tavern, the in-game, on-Twitch, Animal Crossing podcast. With me, as always, is the Jake to my Elwood, Mr. Philip J. Keating. Hi, Kurt. How are you, man? Uh, everything's great. How are you doing? I've been a lot better. Um, as you know, and, and a lot of our fans know, is uh, I've been sick all week. And this is the first show that I've done uh, in, in the entire week. So uh, a lot of you have reached out to say, I uh, hope I'm feeling well, and I appreciate that. But uh, I, I just, I, I kind of shut it down for an entire week. But I'm doing better. I'm feeling better. That's great. And you know yeah. what else would make you feel better? If people went to patreon.com slash Nook's Tavern <laughs> just to check things out and become a patron of this podcast. I don't have health care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but seriously, they can also check us out live each and every week on twitch.tv slash Nook's Tavern, Thursday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, where they can check out the show live. Uh, yes, you can. So, so Phil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, how's your island been going? Oh, man, it's been a very strange week since I have been sick. I was able to actually get turnips this week uh, because I couldn't go to work. So I uh, I didn't go too much, you know, just just picked up a you know like a four stack, a five stack of, of turnips. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, didn't put any more than fifty thousand bells into it. But wow, um, okay. You know, uh, executive producer of, of the show, uh, B Mel, let me onto his island very late to, to sell, and uh, I I got I got my money back, which I'm happy about, plus more. But uh, mainly, I've had a bunch of visitors this week. Oh. I had Sahara, CJ, Red, Gulliver, and um, I, I feel like Celeste is, is going to show up at some point this week. So I've had four big, big ones come in this week, and I wasn't expecting it. So with CJ, I've been hoarding all of my sharks. And that's where I made my money this week. Um, oh, how much? So, so the sharks go for, for what, 15. 8 to 12? Do they go 15 straight up? I, I think they're 15 straight up. Wow, that's because huge. Because I, I, had, I had a bunch of hammerheads and and um, what's the, the whale ones just saved up, yep. right? Because those I don't want statues of. I want a statue of the, the great whites. But I uh, I had all these hoarded up and I I sold them to CJ for about three hundred fifty thousand bells, mm-hmm. and was living on cloud nine. Man, I I couldn't be couldn't be happier. Yeah, I actually um I I'm apparently I'm specializing in the sucker fish. Um, well, I can't you, seem you to, are what you catch. Well, you know I I can't seem to do much more than that at this point. Uh, but I'm still working on it. Um, and, but, but I didn't buy any turnips this week. Uh, I had bought them last week, cashed in, uh, really for, for a lot. And I don't know, I'm sitting on like 6 million in the bank right now. Holy so, moly. So there's no reason really for me to spend to a lot money? of effort. Well, to spend a lot, make any kind of effort on the, on the, the turnips. I can see doing though, kind of what you did. Just like keep some going to float, uh, but but right now five or six million in the in the bank and my and my house is paid off. So yeah, so there's really no reason for me to do anything. I I'm not particularly thinking about building bridges anytime soon. No, just burning them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
Well, see, what I've been doing is I, I keep saying, like, this is the week that I'm going to start, like, really getting real about my island. And this would have been the perfect opportunity because, well, I've been homesick. Right. But I didn't. Um, you know, I've been really trying to make these personal relationships with my villagers and myself really worthwhile. You know, I got Beardo a dress. And oh. he's been wearing it since the day I bought oh, it. Oh, really? So I got him a dress that kind of looks like Dorothy from from Wizard of Oz. Like yep. that blue se- uh, lacy. And he put it right on. And he was like, this feels like me. And I was like, <laughs> That's heck awesome. yes, it does. It It is wonderful. You look great. Pietro, I got, or Pietro, I got him uh, the 8-bit sunglasses. Yep. And he's been wearing those around, right? So... I really have been working these relationship with these villagers because, you know, these are the ones I like. I don't want these ones to leave. The ones that I do not like, I have been harassing um, and oh. just berating with um, <laughs> with uh, uh, butterfly net thwops. Oh, you know, I know, I know it does not it like doesn't it doesn't. Do anything. It doesn't do yeah. anything except uh, <laughs> when when villagers get angry and they stomp around your island. They're just so adorable. Yep. Um, so it's really been that nothing, it, nothing much else. Um, I put a, I put a radio, a skull radio in my my plaza, and everyone's just been singing KK Bubblegum nonstop. That's awesome. That is great, and it's it's been wonderful. And I've noticed since I put that radio there that there's been more, um, there's been more community built around the plaza. Instead of just having like one or two people in there, I've noticed that there's been. You know, quite a few up to, you know, up to four to five villagers in there at once. Just when I added that radio, so I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but it feels cool. Yeah, I, I noticed that when I put my radio in there too, as well as the saxophone, uh, so that they could play the saxophone while while the and sing. It's it's awesome when that yeah. happens. Um, I just I really wish we could put stuff in the plaza. Like yeah, like yeah, and I understand I know, why. I, I understand why, but uh, because they set stuff up and the concerts there and the vendors are there, but it would just it would be nice not to have that limitation. But it's uh yeah, it's all been good. Um, I really haven't had much different this week. Um, in in my island, I've kind of been uh. I worked a little bit on my force perspective. It's not ready to, to roll out yet because I haven't found. I need a a ground texture that I'm happy with. What kind of ground texture are you looking for, buddy? Um, so I don't want it to be a parking lot texture. I want it to almost be like a dirt texture. Ooh, um, okay. So if you if you uh, you know the kind of dirt that you drive on. Uh, drivable dirt you, you know well but you've seen like dirt roads right yeah and uh, so I, oh, hold on what's this new I, concept i know dirt road well what? you are young i figured that there, there's no such thing anymore uh outside of get, get my out, little corner of the here. world <laughs> i work for a farm dirt ro- have, have you heard of apple tree like come on wait trees with apples Tre- um, trees with apples <laughs> <laughs> so compact uh, earth <laughs> what is the concept so like on many farms they have a dirt parking lot <laughs> got it yeah got it. so that's the kind of that's the kind of look i'm, I'm going for <laughs> that's compact earth 
<laughs> All right, any listeners, if you have a compact dirt pattern, uh, email it to, uh, you know, send us a link to uh, tooksnavern at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back podcasting. Yeah, it is. It is. So uh yeah otherwise uh I've been I haven't done a lot of mystery islands as I thought I was going to. Um this this past week has been just kind of checking in, doing some dailies and and that's been it uh lately. Did I talk about Big Bug Island or Tree Tree Bug Island last week? No. So yeah, um I, last week when I was doing that villager hunter for my new villager, I came across an island that I haven't seen before. And it was just, it was it was pine trees just everywhere, and I was like, okay, this is a little weird. And like, you would go in and you had uh, raised earth to your right and raised earth to your left, and you would kind of go down the middle. And I was like, what the heck are all these pine trees doing here? And you know, once I hit the beach and I saw that the coconut trees had um, bugs on them, and I was like, oh my god, I think this is I think this is Bug Tree Island. And sure enough, I changed my camera view so it was right on my shoulders so I right. could see down the line. And that's all it was, was different uh, bug trees or tree tree bugs So you know, all over the place. So were there were there a bunch of rare ones too? Not that I saw because I wasn't there past 7 p.m. Oh, okay. Right? So a lot of those rare ones like the, the Atlas Moth and, and a, a lot of the other ones, you know, come past 7 p.m. Right, but this was this was mid afternoon. Ah, uh, um, so no, I'm sure if I would have stayed there and farmed it a little bit harder, yeah, I would have gotten some of the rare ones. But since I was really more focused on finding a villager, I didn't stick it around as much as I probably should have. But you know what, I'll get a Goliath at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that's pretty cool though. I, I not, I'm not. I know I haven't seen that particular island. I mean, I've had the natural uh, tarantula island a few times, and and I had that one big fish hybrid flower island, which apparently is no longer in the game, or no no longer act. I'm gonna say no longer active. Sure, 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 uh, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, well, now that Shark Island is a thing, why would you need Big Fish Island? Right, is Shark Island a thing? Because I haven't seen that yet either. No, I, so. I'm pretty. It has to be. It has to be, right? Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Shark Island. All you would get would be sucker fish. Right. You know, and what they need is uh, is to have just a, a shark villager on that island, just hanging out, going, "I, uh, it feels weird to me, but I'm going to catch him." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. All right. Well, that was. Uh... Yeah, it's it's good to be back. I'm happy that I got some time in. Um, I'm gonna just say, darn, darn this switch sale that's going on right now. It kind of lined up perfectly with my, with my illness. Um, but and we'll talk about that during the break. But, sure. Uh, let's let's hop into some of these news articles that we have. Sure. I don't know about you, but when I'm playing Animal Crossing, I get a hankering for some fried chicken. Uh well yeah always, <laughs> I mean that's that's a given. They go literally hand in hand, remote in one, and right. uh, you know a double stack in the other. Right. So in a really kind of weird, maybe correctly opportunistic thing, uh, KFC started an Animal Crossing island, <laughs> and 
and and they decorated it with custom designs. It actually looks amazing. Of course it does. Um and and created like uh outfits that match the colonel and they're giving away free chicken. It's the most KFC marketing scheme possible, right? This is what we know about our fast food giants here in in the states, right? KFC is always kind of on the cutting edge of technology. Uh, you got to remember that KFC came out with that dating simulator. Oh, that's couple, right. About a, I think it was about <laughs> a year or two years ago, right? Yeah, I think so. So they're always on the cutting edge of like, all right, what's hot? What are people doing? You have Arby's, right? Arby's is always working that social media on, on the nerd angle, right? So they right. cut their boxes and, and make these crazy designs. And then you just have Wendy's, who is extremely mean to everybody. Mean as all get out. Dave Thomas would not approve. <laughs> I, I, I agree. But this doesn't surprise me that KFC has come out with a finger-licking good island, man. And it's, it's sad to look at it because uh, I'm pretty sure it's a five-star island. And I'm still sitting here like a schlub. With oh God, I'm too scared to to check because I'm I'm pretty sure like I have retrograded down to a two star <laughs> island. I got no proof. I just feel it. I feel it in my heart. So yeah. Uh, so I would have expected this would have been done by by KFC in Japan because KFC is from oh, from yeah. everything that I've read is really big in Japan and like to the point where around Christmas time it's kind of a go to. For a lot of families, interesting. Uh, but it, this was done by KFC Philippines, and and the the link will be in the show notes. But they've replicated a menu. They've put the KFC logo all over the place. Um, they they have a little island in the middle of a pond that with the letters KFC all all written out. Um, and it it's the cool thing is it looks like they actually didn't just go okay. Well, we need to put. Uh, dining booths here and all that, but they they went to the trouble of like growing flowers and and collecting uh, star fragments to decorate the island. They they went above and beyond. No, they they have they super have, and uh, it. Oh man, I wonder. I wonder how big. I wonder how big the uh, the the Philippines Animal Cross community is. I know that one of our listeners, I think it was Milk a Lot. Is from no, geez, it was one of the people that left us an iTunes review. Was down it from was. the Philippines. Yeah, uh, I think it was Milk a lot. I'm almost positive it was it was him, but I, I wonder how big it is down in the Philippines because you know I know that we have UK listeners and you know I know that it's huge in the states, but I really don't hear how big AC is everywhere else. Now, obviously, this is the biggest selling game in Japan, right? Overall, right? We know that, but you know some of these smaller countries. I'm just curious on on how big the community is. I mean, big enough where KFC's PR guy was just like, yeah, this is something that we need to do, right? Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's possible that they said we should do this. It's not going to affect any business here in the country, but no, they it, it has to be big enough to support that, right? I mean, Sure, of course. Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. And honestly, if companies are going to go through the effort to make a really cool-looking island and customize things, more power to them. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them because it, it looked it looks amazing and they didn't cheap out. No, so. but it also shows that like, you know, you can't just manufacture an island like this overnight. Right. Well, you can if you're time traveling, but 
That's besides the fact. But, I mean, you know, it actually takes some time and effort. Even if you are time traveling to make an island like this, like, it looks really good. And the custom designs, you can't, you know, you, you have to make those by hand. Right. So, you well, know, rats off to you. That's going to be that's going to be the scandal. Uh KFC, are they time travelers? I wonder what the bagman has to say. Uh, uh maybe he'll talk about it today, who knows. I I do and he won't. He won't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this next story uh we got from Polygon and Ninji, the data miner, uh apparently has found a way to track the weather and shooting stars so that you can predict what the weather is going to be like on your island. Now, we were talking about how we would want it to mimic real life, but this is something a little bit different uh, to, to kind of manipulate through tracking and, and, and whatnot to figure out kind of like your your stock markets on, on where it's going to rain and when it's going to, to, to you know... Right, so and, and apparently, though, this this has to do... With, so the name of the, the app, which is an alpha, is called Meteo Nook. Of course. Uh, and, of course, you know, as it would be. Um, and there are, there are instructions. I haven't done them yet. But you track weather changes on your island and carefully input the information so that it can figure out your seed. And once, once it has enough information, it'll tell you what comes next. Uh, which is a little disappointing to me, but but fine. Uh, there are over two billion possible weather seeds. So, uh, and they say, but only one is correct for your island. So it goes through every possibility, calculates the weather it would give, and checks it against the data you provided. And if it doesn't make sense, then that possibility is ignored. That's kind of like the... That kind of reminds me of the complex uh, flower patterns that yeah. they've put into this game. Kind of, right? <laughs> uh, but basically, they 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 said during testing, they had success with the following combinations. You have to have known dates for between 5 and 7. 5 and 7. Five What's and 5 and 7? <laughs> yeah, 5 and 7 heavy showers. <laughs> um, the known hour and minute times for stars in a light shower spanning between one and three hours. The known hour, minute, and second times for a few different stars in a light shower. And the known dates and times for between five and seven rainbows. What'd you say? Yes. Rainbows. Hold on. One more time? The bows of rain. Have you ever seen a rainbow in this game? I don't know. Like, Like, if I saw one... It would be like in the background or something, and I I've, didn't think anything of it. I've never, I've never seen a rainbow in this game, and now I'm, I'm just going to be looking. Yes, for rainbows the entire yes. time now. Yes, it's I, I can't believe we haven't heard about this before, but, but yeah, uh, the the rainbow thing I find fascinating. So yes, now I need to find one. But I mean, we haven't even seen it on Reddit. Not really, right? That's, no, I, I, I feel like that would be top of the Reddit page kind of news that there are rainbows in this game. Now, look, it makes sense because I've had multiple days where it's been downpour showers. Yep. And then within 10 minutes, the sun, sun. is out. Yep. 
right? Yep. So I wonder if you go to the top of the island near the secret beach, like that's where your your rainbow would be, or or something like that. I have no idea. I don't either. And and so and again, I have a feeling that if I've seen them, I would have thought they were in like it just in the background. And so oh, that just looks nice, you know, like those islands that you see way out in the in the in the, in the distance. Yeah. You don't you don't think anything of it. It's just a nice backdrop. Um, oh, and we have to ask the studio audience to please remain seated. Please sit down. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so uh, yeah. So that was the one thing I need to I need to find rainbows because if I know that they actually are kind of a quote unquote natural occurrence within the game versus just a backdrop, that's huge. Now I normally do not break show to interact with the chat, but. We just had uh, one of our, our listeners here say, Philip, uh, this is Mel Rose. She said, Phil, I sent you a picture today, and it has a rainbow in it. And I pulled it up on Twitter, and yes, she is correct. She sent me a picture with a rainbow in it. Oh, my God. That's incredible. <laughs> and she, the, the picture that she sent is her in front of her garden with statues, and the rainbow is perfectly arcing over top of her her statues that she has in her garden. Oh, my Lord. Um I, I I'm gonna have to ask her during the break. We'll we'll talk more on the break, Melrose. But that that's incredible. I I can't like she sent me that today and I didn't even notice it. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah. Uh. So and she sent it to your personal. No, she sent it to the to the the Nooks, uh, Nook's Tavern message. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Oh my god, Illuminati confirmed indeed. Wow. So well, I just uh oh me man. Yeah, that's yeah that's. And what's funny is I'm thinking that the 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 big story is going to be the weather tracking. Nope, we just like rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! So what do we got next? So the next article that we have here is that somebody has transformed their island into the iconic Breath of the Wild location. Uh, yeah, this is pretty crazy, and, and we've had a bunch of these where people have transformed their islands into different parts of Hyrule. But this one is a little bit different. This is the uh, the village of oh geez, I had it. Kakariko. Thank you, Kakariko Village um, in Breath of the Wild, and man, I I love when people do this because I haven't played Breath of the Wild in maybe three years. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And I know exactly where in the village this is because that's how much detail they have into this piece of art. And obviously, you know, in true form, they take they they take screenshots with the wisp on the island, which makes Correct. it look even better. Um, and it's funny because I, you know, the the mushroom lamps. I think I was aware of. I wasn't aware of how many different kinds there were. Correct. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. And then that big old mushroom table. Is it? Uh, yeah, looks like it. Yeah. Um, it just it looks amazing. As it, you know, the the thing that strikes me is when people say they're going to commit to a theme, they commit. I mean, and and because they could get away, let's without maybe the ground texture. Well, everyone's looking for that trampled earth ground texture. I, I know. know. <laughs> I know it's a hot commodity, right? Well, you don't see it much anywhere. I mean, people are really just. Uh, just the, they're hoarding their trampled earth. Well, and they're and they're just putting like stars and moons on the ground. Nothing like trampled <laughs> earth. Because you know why? Because dirt is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I'm leaving. Okay. Except you I can't, can't get I out. Can't <laughs> <leave>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this—it's crazy. And then what's even crazier is some of these people spent, you know, weeks upon weeks and hours on on these islands, and then they get the pictures and the shots that they want, and then they tear them down and they do something completely different. I can't even imagine. Like, I mean, remember we we were talking about that that person who did the um, um, link to the past island, right? Yeah. I, I saw on Reddit a couple a couple episode or a couple uh, weeks after that that they just tore it down and they and they started something new. So it's just like, oh my god, how how do you how do you put all that time and work into something and then just uh, start fresh? I don't know. It's uh, I guess it's end game for some people. Yeah, I, maybe maybe and and maybe that's the fun for them. I mean, it might just be okay. I've accomplished this design. It looks really cool. Now I have a better idea. Um, I just can't see tearing down something like it just takes that long. It's just ridiculous. Nope, but, not me. I mean, I can't even set my island for the first time. So, right, exactly. You know. Exactly. So, Kurt, we are both in the Northern Hemisphere. We are. And in the Southern Hemisphere, it's winter. Yep. We know that. Um, and a lot of people are uh, are down there, are, are, are rolling up some snowboys. Have you seen any of the... Uh, the snowman talk about snowboys? I've really not. I've seen some pictures of snowmen, but I don't know anything about this snowboys talk. So, in true uh, Nook's Tavern fashion, we have done zero research on this. Sweet. Uh, because, uh, you know, I've been very busy playing Animal Crossing. And so, from what I can tell from the memes and everybody talking about it online, is that you have to roll your snowman, right? Right, and it has to be a perfect snowman. Your base has to be a certain size, and your head has to match the base so that you don't have a snowman that's too uh, lopsided. And apparently, a lot of our friends and listeners down in the southern hemisphere are being driven insane huh. by trying to roll the perfect snowman. So, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this come winter. Okay, well, we have a little bit of time. And frankly, uh, the people who have to go through it now will probably give some advice by the time it's winter for us. You you think that, but I I haven't heard any tips or tricks on on how to how to roll out the perfect snowman. Is it just that they don't pull a frosty if you don't get them right, or or I, I think are there's they... a point system? Okay, so you can but have kind once of again, a, a... <laughs> once again, I have done zero research. <laughs> so I'm going to presume that you can have. Uh, a misshapen snowman that's alive, just really not happy. Correct. Yeah. So. Um, and you know, like in wedding season, you want to try to mid-max your 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 heart points, right? Right. I think they're trying to mid-max their snow points, and uh, just coming a couple balls short. Oh boy. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Uh, we'll see how it works out. Uh, I just. Uh, uh, I hope it's not too too. Uh, difficult i i just don't want to have to deal with that i'm just I, excited to be driven insane by something new come yeah winter. yeah you know course. because because being stuck in home when it snows all day isn't enough to make philip a dull boy i have to have misshapen snowmen to drive me insane yeah well maybe me you know maybe the new diving will come uh by then and we'll have something else to do as well oh yeah some ice fishing and uh, ice diving yeah yeah and all right well we uh we've hit the mid-show break cool uh, let's let's take a moment. If you're listening on the podcast, take a quick break. Enjoy the ad. Everyone here in chat, we will t- uh, take a moment and talk to all of you. Cool. 
And welcome back from the break. Thank you for sticking around for part two of Nook's Tavern. How is everyone doing tonight? Uh, looks like we've got a, quite a few community spotlight things going on. So, uh, Phil, have you seen these? Have you seen these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay, I have. <laughs> have, have you seen these? Have you seen these? Have you seen these? So, so uh, we, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, we, you know, it was a, it was a little bit heavier in the week, and uh, you know, we were talking about maybe people had fatigue on uh, on content creation, or at least being creative inside Animal Crossing. But you know, the community has really come back in full swing, and the first one that we want to highlight here is somebody made or recreated the iconic scene of Snow White, where she is asleep on the slab, uh, with. Literally all seven dwarves around her in a field of roses. Yeah. And I love it. It's great. <laughs> it just It's a simple picture. Uh, all red roses and apple trees surrounding the red roses. And the apple trees are such a nice touch. Yes. Just yep. because of, of the story lore and all that, it's wonderful. Yep. And and adding like even the uh, flowers on the forest floor, uh, you know, not just the roses, but the or the surrounding textures. And then all those garden gnomes as the dwarves. And it looks amazing. It just it looks great. They recreated the dress. Um, yeah. It, it's very, very cool. Uh and and I you know, I, I saw that and it was so simplistic and just a sweet picture, not over the top really. Just it works. It just works. It does. Yeah. And you know, it's just like you said, it's a simple design, but it's I love it so much. And right. to have all seven dwarves kind of perfectly, you know, measured out on on all sides of the uh, the the rose petal forest was just perfect. Right. Yeah, it it was it was great. Now, that is in stark contrast <laughs> to the next picture um that that we found and it was somebody had recreated uh Rick's garage lab from Rick and Morty. Uh and they have a, a in-game picture and a picture from the cartoon. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty pretty dead on. It's pretty uh, awesome. <laughs> you know, you can get pretty nitpicky with it, but they yeah. did a really good job with this. Yeah, they really did. Uh just the utility shelves and the lamps on the walls and Well, not only the utility shelf, but if you look close up there, they put a skull up on top of that utility right. um, scaffolding. Scaffolding? It's a shelf, you idiot. It's a shelf. Yeah, <laughs> on the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, the, like like Rick does, He's he's got a skull up there up top. So, right. you know, it's a little uh, details like that to, uh, you know, the, the, the science lab on the left. And, and they even went out and, and recreated his calendar and put it underneath right. the clock, you know? <laughs> right. Which I thought was great. Yeah, yeah it works perfectly. Yeah, even uh, the tissue box on top of the the washer dryer is yep. is on there. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it it's pretty remarkable. And uh, the thing that I liked was the whole um, the beaker system, uh, which they happen to have in Animal Crossing, like a science lab. It kind of perfectly fills. Yeah, like, fills that that void too. Yep. yep. And the fact that they use the old wolf as rick inside their picture is wonderful so yep so i was i was i was kind of wondering if they were going to try to when i heard about this if they were going to try to use the uh wiener costume and and try to customize it so it was green so you could oh so it was a pickle rick, rick. 
which would have been great, but no, no such thing. No, but this 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 is perfect just how the way it is. Yeah. So, all right. So this this next picture I almost didn't include. Oh, why is that? Ah, uh, the dude's a monster. So uh, what? <laughs> so so this guy on Reddit said, "Hey, um, I felt sorry for Isabel, and so I created her. I bought. I built her a new house, and it's just the doghouse behind." <laughs> The resident services. <laughs> it's just like, well, I mean, that kind of feeds into the meme that I sent yes. to you today. Is where where does Isabel live? Right. She right. lives somewhere. She's watching television somewhere constantly. Where is she living? Right now, it and not that I believe this, but our our mystery cor- correspondent might say. Well, that's because that's where Tom Nook puts her because he's a monster. Mm. But uh, not that I would say that. No, no, no. But, of course but, not. Yeah, but mystery but bag, bagman. Somebody would. might say that. Somebody might say that, right? So sure. Yeah. So um, and so you brought these other two pictures, right? S- yeah. So so the last community spotlights that I've uh, kind of gotten obsessed with is. People terraforming, and the terraforming these days has gotten really cool, not just from like a first-person island point of view when you're running around the island, but how the the map looks when yep. people are done with it. I've come really obsessed with it. So the one that I want to bring now is the comedy and tragedy masks with musical notes uh, built in with rivers and lakes and ponds, and they use the housing to kind of top off the mask crowns on, on each side which is incredible, but if you look real close behind, uh, up top near the beach, they have, it looks like um, dirt, dirt, dirt roads, I think it's called. I, I'm not sure. Um, but they have a musical note lines and, yep. and notes and pa- uh, lined paper up there. Um, perfectly, so, you know, it's just incredible. Yeah, so uh, the, though, it looks amazing. It looks amazing, um, and and they did pay attention to the five lines and and four spaces on the staff, uh, so so that's good. Staff, uh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember dirt roads or staff. Yeah, well, weird. Yeah. Well, I took so, a week off. So yeah, so started. yeah, so uh, no, that looks amazing. It, it really does. Um, and again, so much work because so, you got to check over the top, and then you got to go back, and then you got to check over the top. And well, correct, yeah. Yeah, but you also have to have an idea of what you want to do and in, in spacing, right? Right. Spacing is the main point because you can get halfway through doing this and you realize, oh, geez, I didn't, I didn't proportion this out correctly. Right. So what I believe is, you know, since this is on a grid, an AF 1 to 7 grid is probably that they sketch this out by hand in those parameters and then plot it out what they want each square to look like. Yeah. Um, now I know that there are some online tools where you can sketch out what you want for your island. Um, ah. So that might have helped them with that. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, that's that was very cool. Well, uh, if that's the case, this next one uh, gives me headaches. If they didn't use one of those tools. Oh my god. Because this is Solus, which if you take a real deep look at, it is uh, planets and the moon. And islands and and if you go into this Reddit post, which I'll put in the show notes, is each one of those little islands are is a one by one square with flowers on them. 
What? So this person's whole thing is almost like a water world with with um a a a, a, a planetary oh, overview to it. Oh. That's... So like his his island is in 80% water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And each one of the houses are on their own little moon that is uh connected to its own planet. It's just I saw this this week and I was like, no, that's not real. Wow. That's that's not real. That is just so much work. That, that's that's not, all that's I can think of. Thing. That's all I can think of is, oh, my God, that's so much work. I, I just really want a video tour of this person's island. Ah, yeah, that'd be right? great. Yeah. Just because it's not real, we'll never get it. It's made <laughs> by a real person. Uh, but <laughs> if you also look, they've got some pretty high-level uh, <laughs> villagers on that island with them, too. So Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, just the... Oh, God, I can't. I can't even look at it without just being like, how do you have time to do anything else? Well, ironically, if you look at the picture of them, uh, in that <laughs> they look exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's very much true. But it's just so gorgeous. And, uh, oh, God, I can't. I can't even look yeah. at it anymore. So. Yeah. But I think I've come obsessed with these. Like, these, these looks... These these island maps of these terraformed worlds that are literally out of this world, especially with this one. So right. It's absolutely stunning. Uh, you know, I'm still waiting because I think, you know, we've we've talked about forced perspective and we've talked about s- stuff like this where it you you're creating like these pictures in a way that nobody really expected. Um, but I still wonder with custom designs for the ground, uh, where and I think I mentioned this week one or two. Where, you know, you see these paintings on sidewalks where it looks like there's a deep pit. Yeah. If you look at it from the right perspective. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm wondering if and when we'll ever see stuff like that. I mean, because it's as much work as anything that people have done um, already. And and multiple tiles. So you'd have to mesh them all together the right way. And and we know that can work. But um, I think I think we'll see stuff like that. Oh, man, I I just I hope so because it's it's islands and things like this that kind of every time I think that like well they can't really figure out new things to really wow me with uh, right, and, right. And yet they do they do like this is insane every absolutely single time. insane yep every single time there's and yet somebody new Isabel cannot have a house it's insane <laughs> right <laughs> oh you know what did we talk about uh the the YouTube video and we can just link it. Um, in the show notes, which one? The remix. No, 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 no. Yeah. And that that fits in the community spot. It does absolutely does. Yeah. So if you if you go to YouTube and you're you're searching for Animal Crossing and KK Slider music, uh, you'll find a whole lot of people recording their own versions. And so the one that we're linking to in the show notes today is a, a rocking version of KK Bubblegum. And it is awesome because it's a fully produced video, and uh, it is by a user. Menin. By it's by who? Menon. It's by a user uh, by a group called Amy. Und- yeah, Amy Undercover. No, Arnie. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> it's Arnie. Arnie Undercover. A R N Y. It would uh, be funny if it was like the band is Dirt Roads. Right. It's <laughs> Arnie in the Dirt Roads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, Arnie Undercover, and uh, they do this rockin' uh, version of Bubblegum KK, and and uh, it's got 3,300 views, which isn't much, uh, but 
it's worth it. People go sh- should go check it out. And uh, since we're talking music, another thing that I found and had a lot of fun with over this weekend was on Spotify, there is an uh, artist named K, C-L-A-Y, K, just the letter K, Slider. And what he or she does is they do K.K. Slider cover songs of popular music. So, uh, you know, they have a take on me in Hotel California, Mr. Blue Skies. But they have two albums right now on Spotify. And uh, it's it's really fun to hear these songs uh, K.K. Slidered up. So In the, in the style of K.K., so the other oh. way around. Oh, yeah. Completely. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, I don't want to play any here on stream because of uh, copyright uses and all that. Right. But, you know, they have a. I think one of my favorite was uh, either Don't Stop Me Now by Queen or, uh, <laughs> it, or uh, you know. I can to- see uh, that. I can hear it. I can hear it. Me, 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 meow. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. And yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Toto's Africa. Has to, you know, oh, which I, again, is, I can is, hear him. It's already kind of in the game when you catch a fish and you keep it on the screen, right? <laughs> so, uh, just check those out, man, because they're a lot of fun. And especially if you have friends who uh, like Animal Crossing, uh, you can do your own little hey, what can you figure out? What how how fast can you figure out this KK cover? Wow, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, definitely checking that out. You should. You most certainly should. So, all righty. Well, I think it's going to do it for our community spotlight. Kurt, why don't you go get your friend, and I'll start the uh, the intro to everyone's favorite segment. Behind the bells, the Nook Syndicate story. Uh, hey, Bagman. Hey, Phil. How you doing? It's all right. How you? You know, I've had a rough week, but uh, I'm I'm on the mend, my dude. How are you? Well, you know, running from the man as always. I also was running this week. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> so different kind of running, I'm pretty sure. But oh, I don't know what you mean. So anyway, what's good? So well, nothing. Nothing is good. Um, I just want to talk about this is a story that um, I've kind of been putting off for a little while because it's kind of sad and, and, and but it needs to be told um, and that is the story about the Able sisters how, how much do you know about the Able sisters there Phil? Uh, the, the, the Able the three sisters yeah, yeah. I, I know quite a few about them they're uh, lovely fashion uh, fashion designers you know uh, that have a beautiful shop here. Uh, their their sister label. You know, I think she's the younger one. She went out and tried to make a name for herself. Now she's she's a big old fashion designer, and she always says that I look pretty. Yeah, and uh, makes me feel good about myself. So yeah, no, and and they're they're a lovely part of this community. You know, look look at look at my sequined shirt and my sailor hat. I I picked these up today. You, you might not feel so good about it after this. So, um, so we know that there's there's Mabel, Sable, and LaBelle. Um, and Mabel pretty much runs the store. And she seems to be pretty friendly. And you walk in, and, and she's all happy. and, and Yeah, she always know, shouts well, at me. Hey, hey yeah, welcome, yeah. welcome. Hey, yeah. everything's great. It's good to see ya. And And Sable makes everything. Like, Sable is constantly... 
working her fingers she, to the bone. She always makes my day when she talks to me and just like, hey, Phil, you came all the way down here to talk to me. Oh, that's great. Here, let me give you this pattern. I, I appreciate you. That's that's true. Although, you know, at the beginning, she's very, very standoffish, right? She's almost rude um, unless you persist and and you keep going back and you keep talking to her every day. And eventually, she starts talking to you about uh, her, her and Mabel's, you know, childhood and 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 everything. And so this is where it gets it gets a little uh, a little sad. And and so when she and Mabel were young, uh, their parents died, and they they they're pretty forthcoming about that. And I'm not saying that a certain Tanuki did it, but I don't know. I don't know. It seems a little suspect. Um, All right. So, but but that's okay. Their parents died, and um, they had to keep going, right? So, did you know that the very first thing that Sable ever made was a pair of gloves for Mabel? Uh, I did not, but that's you know that's that's very sweet. You yeah, know? except she made it because Mabel got frostbite on her claws. <sighs> so. Anyhow, if you keep talking <laughs> to Sable, uh, she eventually re- reveals that Label, now called LaBelle, ran away to become a fashion designer in the big city. And she ran away right after their parents died. <sighs> and this is the point where I believe Tom Nook came in and quote-unquote took her under his wing, or, or rather paw. No. Uh, and... Uh, I believe his his attitude was, keep making fashion for me, and I'll set your sisters up with a store, and quote unquote uh. keep them safe. Uh, and the sad part of all this is that Sable kind of resents Labelle for running away, and is secretly afraid that someday Mabel will do the same. So that's why she works all the time. You go in on a Saturday, and she's like, well, I can work more on Saturdays, because not, not as many people come in, which is not true, but it's something she's just using to justify. So, it's uh, it's it's interesting when you dig a little bit more into their history. The, the sad part... Uh, oh, I, hold on, it well, gets worse? Well, so... Well, here's, uh. here's, here's the one... So, here's the thing. Sable is actually the first person to ever mention... Tom Nook before he became a corrupt businessman. I will say he's a corrupt businessman. I, I I will stand by that to this day. But the word is that before he got involved with the money, his slogan was dreams before money. Is so what, what well, I guess absolute power yes. corrupts absolutely. Yes. So uh and and Sable said that you know she knew him when he was very young, and he was like, "Oh, dreams before money. We we'll, we can do. We can have the world." And then he got some control, got control of the village, started started controlling all of the revenue going in and out of every place that he's ever been in charge of. And I don't believe it's dreams before money anymore. I think it's money before all. Um, so, so I guess the only one that could really start the revolution and the uprising would be 
The person that knows him best. Maybe, maybe. But here's the thing. Um, much the same as it is with Isabel, I believe the Able Sisters are indentured and only LaBelle is secretly keeping them safe through her constant design creation. I think Nook is very much like, keep doing these designs or else. And it's funny that she resents her, even though she's the reason they need to, her. Right. They don't, they, they, well, she's, she's, uh, she's very concerned and, and it's like, it's the whole family thing, right? You, if you don't communicate, then you may never reconcile. So it's a very sad story. Um, but I believe that it's exacerbated by Tom Nook, um, because he just, he has to be in control of everything. <sighs> so... So anyhow, you always leave me feeling so great, and I'm always scared. And gotta go. All right, buddy. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good week. Yeah, you as well. Oh, hey, Phil. Uh, Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Oh, thanks, man. All right. Wait, is he a father? No. (laughs) No. No, certainly not. Father to the rats, I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, Kurt. Hey, that's just mean. Uh, oh, what do you mean that's mean? <laughs> I'm sure he, well, mm-hmm, yeah, but I don't know where I'm going with this. Right. Anyway. Anyway. So, you got anything else, man? Um, I really don't. Uh, you know, I... I well here here's the thing I I put it out there last week, um and we got so much response to it that I'm gonna put it out there again because um we got nothing so uh, uh my challenge for so, okay this you don't even know I'm gonna do this but for oh for a twenty dollar Nintendo gift card holy moly for a twenty dollar Nintendo gift card recreate the Flintstones intro in Animal Crossing. Well, I mean, come on, that's going to take more than one week, Kurt. Hey, look, those Nintendo gift cards are gold. All right, there's a bounty on that Flintstones head. It's up to you to claim it. My Lord. All right, well, after your bounty, I guess let's get into the outro. (laughs) Cue that wonderful music, Philip. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch at Nook's Tavern. This episode of Nook's Tavern was brought to you by our executive producers, also known as the Bagman Brigade. Thank you, B-Mel. You want to support the show? Head on over to patreon.com slash Nook's Tavern and show us some love. Like our newest patron, Kilted Pipe Guy! (laughs) If you have a moment, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Like our newest five-starer, Chris29, who says, Amazing AC Podcast. Five stars all the way from the UK. He says, I've been listening to podcasts for a while, but I recently discovered this gem. Great presenters that keep a great balance between keeping their listeners informed about game updates and having a laugh. I would personally love to hear maybe a bit more about the villagers on the guys' islands. Any budding romances or heated discussions between scrolling <laughs> uh, between villagers etc also a huge fan of the NPC theories they're hilarious keep up the great work 
and I actually did take that to heart, Chris. I, I've tried to work in some more of the relationships that I'm having with my villagers. But because you took the time to leave us an iTunes review, we have taken the time to get you some art. And here is a picture of your villager done by our in-house artist, Emily Swan. So enjoy that, and I will email that to you right after I post the show today. Oh, that's a really great-looking picture. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Thank you to Emily Swan for our album art and the wonderful weekly art that she has provided for each episode, plus these iTunes reviews. You want to support her? Head on over to patreon.com slash a swan named Emily. You have a story about your island to share? Or just a community spotlight? You can email the show over at nookstavern at gmail.com. Join the wonderful community over at in the Discord at tiny.cc slash Nooks Tavern, all underscore on that. Kurt, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at VO by Kurt, on Twitch at Kurtstable, and uh, I was left a note by Bagman that he his Twitter is Mr. E Bagman on Twitter, and he's constantly giving Nook the what for. You can find me all over the internet at Imaginary Nomad. I'm on Botch D&D Podcast. I am part of the Bromigos of the Streampocalypse over on GSTU Media every Sunday night at 8 p.m. And a bunch of other shows on that GSTU Media. Check out my schedule over at twitch.tv slash Imaginary Nomad. I keep saying I'm going to bring Monday nights back, but I don't. So uh, don't, <laughs> be- don't believe me on that until it actually happens. Uh, anything else, Kurt? Uh, cut some trees. And if you are a father and we know that you guys are out there, have a wonderful Father's Day and we will catch you next week. (laughs) See ya!